Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Getting to Club podcast. This is the show run by me, Chris Orlob, CEO at pclub.io, which is the number one online learning and skill transformation platform for B2B salespeople and sales leaders. Uh, today, I'm going to tell you about six discovery call mistakes that will kill your deal before it even starts. Okay, maybe not kill it, but it'll certainly not make it easier. And one of the points I want to make here before we get into this is sometimes great discovery and even great selling is as much about avoiding the wrong things as it is about doing the right things, right? Most of what I teach on this podcast and courses and elsewhere is about what do you do right to close a deal. So for the next few minutes, let's talk about a few mistakes to avoid so that even if you are doing the right things, they're not undermined. Uh, by the wrong things. Okay. So how many of these are you making and can you commit to fixing them? Number one, asking your buyer, how does this impact you? Okay. This is a question that I would call right in theory, wrong in execution. The theory being you want to get them to think about how this impacts them, their business, et cetera, in a way that creates consequence, urgency, that kind of thing. And it's a super popular question. This is taught by most or many, at least, sales training companies. Now, the deal, though, with this question is it sounds very salesly or salesy. Unless you have very strong rapport, it's almost always a mistake. Okay, It sounds manipulative. Buyers cringe. Typically, when they're asked that, they can feel what you're doing. In fact, I've heard many buyers voice that as a, an experience. They felt uncomfortable. There are far better ways to build negative impact, many of which we've talked in this podcast and elsewhere. Okay, mistake number two, not earning the right to do discovery, to ask your questions, some of which are going to become or be perceived as intrusive if you don't do things to earn the right. Okay, this is especially true with outbound deals, deals that you or your SDR uh, went to and booked a meeting and they agreed to a discovery call. If you come in hot to those new discovery calls, asking about business pain or something like that right off the bat, buyers tend to get irritated. Not always, but often. You have to, in those situations, grease the wheels a little bit to then do discovery. You got to thaw them out. So pro tip, try opening the meeting by telling a great customer story. And after you've told the customer story, then say, anyway, enough about our customers. Tell me about your situation. And the idea here is if you told a customer story that feels like a page from your buyer's diary, they can see themselves in it. They feel the same pain that the customer you just uh, told them about was feeling. Your likelihood of a great discovery call is going to triple. Okay, Because if you resonate and then you say, anyway, enough about us, tell me about you. And you feel like, or you just hit the mark with a story, they're going to gush about what's going on in their world. Okay, mistake number three, saying mm-hmm and yep too much while your buyer is talking. And this one's misguided. Okay, you might think you're doing the right thing. It shows that, you know, you're actively listening, or at least that's the theory. But my guess is your Zoom camera is on while you're having your discovery call. You can show your buyer you're listening simply by making eye contact and looking into the camera. If you're constantly saying, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm, yep, while your buyer is talking, and you do that a lot, 
it's actually a little more jarring than you think, right? The buyer's like, dude, shut up. I'm just trying to get my thoughts out. Can you just be quiet for the next 30 seconds? Okay. So constantly saying things like that, constantly using those quote unquote active listening signals, which to me, they're not, it interrupts the free flow of your buyer's thinking. Just be quiet, put yourself on mute if you have to, and show your buyer you're listening by making eye contact rather than constantly making sounds. Okay. Mistake number four, going through a checklist of pre-planned questions. Now here's a rule of thumb. The best question you can possibly ask is always based on what your buyer just said. Okay. So most salespeople, they ask a question, they stare blankly while their buyer answers, <laughs> and then, then they ask their next planned, but often irrelevant question. Okay. They're just going down a checklist. In contrast, what great salespeople do is they'll ask a question. They will listen with life-threatening curiosity, and then they will base their next question on the buyer's answer. It's spontaneous. They listen with the intent to understand, not with the intent to ask their next checklist question. Mistake number five, failing to summarize what you've heard often. Okay, if a buyer gushes about their pain, if they open up to you, the floodgates open, they tell you everything, and all you do is just move on to the next topic after they've done that, huge missed opportunity. Okay, and they don't feel heard. Instead, take a second, summarize what you've heard using as many of their words as you can, and end that summary with, am I on the right track? Okay, many buyers will emotionally exhale when you do this right. You are the one person in their life who's taking the time to listen to them and understand them. Most people don't have that experience often or at all. Okay, mistake number six, scheduling the next steps without selling the living hell out of those next steps without overdoing it. Okay. If you run a pure discovery call, here's an example. There's no demo. There's no deck. It's just pure discovery, 30 minutes of you kind of introducing them to, to your company, but mainly talking about their situation. If you do that, then you've got to make sure you sell the hell out of them taking a next step with you. Because if all, if all you do is schedule the next step, right? You get to the end of this discovery call and you just go, I think we should, you know, talk again. Do you have time on Tuesday? And you take for granted that your buyer is bought into attending that meeting. You will deal with no shows for days. Do kids still say that for days? I don't really know. I'm kind of out of touch with that kind of lingo. So spend a few minutes selling them why they should take the next step based on what they told you, right? You don't have to go into or like launch into some big sales pitch. But just make sure you have clarity on what next step you're recommending, who should be involved, and then short but compelling talk track as to why you would recommend that and get them excited about it. Okay, so sell your next steps. Anyway, I hope these tips were helpful. These are six mistakes to avoid. I'll see you in the next episode.